Yes. For we're going to talk about today, for God Amen. so loved the world Amen. that he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. Amen. So who shall believe it in him? All these days. So we're going to go back to our And let's start from the beginning tonight. And talking about that everybody wants the different kinds of love. So we're going to talk about the agape love. That love that God gives us from before we were born. Before we were actually into the womb of our parents. And that is the ultimate love. That that no matter what you do to people, they have that godly love. They know how to forgive. And the greatest lover in the world was Jesus Christ uh, in the beginning. And we all get the kind of love, and we won't be prejudiced or mean-spirited, antagonistic towards people for no reason at all. So we're going to talk about love today, tonight, rather. And to be I um, leading the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we do that just to go back to to basics. And I think that was one of the scriptures that I learned at first was talking about loving God and when we have given our life to Christ. That's the that's the ultimate love experience. Because um, sometimes we don't feel loved. Even though the word tells us that God loves us sometimes we don't feel love. Whether it's with our parents or friends or people we know, we don't sometimes people don't feel loved and they don't give love. They don't know how to love. And the best way to know how to love is true an experience with Jesus Christ himself. Because when we talk about loving God more than loving us than than anybody else, and the closest kind of love that we can experience ourselves uh, the most of the time, but not everybody, we we. We experience the love from a parent, whether it be a mother or father, sometimes the love from um, our uh, parents that have raised us or um, because love has no bounds. It has not, it doesn't because I love you because of your color, of your skin or or what you do for me, but ultimate love means it's just 
it makes you want to be with them and around them or through them or near them. And love is ultimate. It's the greatest thing you can receive or the first thing that you love. Um, I can only talk about myself that the greatest thing you can have or experience is a love of, of a family member or or mother or father. And that's where God puts us in a place to understand the love connection. And again, it's not always about your biological parents, but that person that nurtured you and taught you right from wrong. Um, and that's why when they put such an impact on their lives, that even if they may leave our earth suit or our body and they go to be with God, there's always that love, okay? But I think one of the most important things about love of parents or people that nurtured you is that they want, they taught us what to, how to feel when you're loved. And when we need to reciprocate that or take that and be able to put it in another direction so that when we leave, we leave this body or this place, this planet or whatever, we've learned how to love and God commands us to reciprocate to someone else because you have experienced ultimately um, unconditional love where here Christ himself that created the universe now is trying to put in us the experience of being loved unconditional. Not you won't be chastised and not you won't be um, disciplined but true love is loving someone and forgiving them. That's why the whole our whole love walk is about in Christ from the from the beginning, because God didn't need anybody. He 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 created us because of a love factor. He created the whole universe. And we have to realize that God did not just create this universe, but when he spoke the world into existence, that God created universes. If you check out the Internet, it will talk about the millions and billions of stars and stars and the planets, the galaxies, the universes the Milky Way, uh, everything when God created the universe. Now, some people don't um, say they don't believe what we believe, but the fact is I don't think that this world, this entity, this space, the lack of gravity and all this other stuff was created by mistake or or or. And something, an omnipotent power um, just did it by mistake, okay? There's too much that 
just lines up to know that when you pinch yourself, you realize that we're still alive, that we are created in the image of the Almighty God. Okay? That's why the Bible tells us about that we were created in His image, like His likeness. Okay? He created animals and stars and any all these other things. They were not they were not human beings. But God said He created men and women in their His own image. Okay? Whether it be male or female. We are an object of love, and because of love, he wanted to make make somebody else happy. He wanted to create something that looked like him, thought like himself, walked like him. Therefore, he decided, I wanted to create something that I could love. Um, so he made us look like him, walk like him, talk like him. And fast forward today, we are living beings. We feel, we touch, we taste um, um, because of it was his will. God could have easily just said, I've made a mistake. Let me just get rid of, it, get rid of everybody and start all over again. But he didn't do that. From the from the beginning, when God spoke the world into existence, um, and then he created Adam and Eve, um, and from so on, so on, from his sons, Cain and Abel, down to the history, the biblical um, Bible, the book, um, all these things happen. Men continued to sin to make a mistake. Old Testament, they would go back and say, Lord, I'm sorry. And then after a while, they would start um, worshiping strange things, strange, strange objects, strange uh, worshiping other gods other than the God that of, of the universe. So throughout the history of man, we was a uh, repentance, forgive me, repent, Forgive me, forgive her, but and it was a it was a vicious cycle. Well, thus comes Jesus um, coming into the earth, and he was uh, he came through a vessel which was Mary, a virgin, um, and so on. But God loved us. And so he decided that he was going to create something so that um, he could die on a cross for us and give us an opportunity to be saved, to know him and the pardon of his sin. And we could live according to his word, um, not saying that we don't make mistakes, but at the end of the day, when we give our lives to Christ, I don't say you have to go into a church to give your life to Christ, but we all do, I believe, that we have to give our 
lives to Christ, if you just get on your knees or if you get on your bedside by yourself and say, Lord, um, forgive me for my sins, and Lord, I'm giving my life to you, and save me and fill me with the Holy Ghost. After that, that represents that new life. Where tonight we're going to go into the book of John and the third chapter of John. Okay. And this book of John um, uh, was written by John himself. And he was going to, like I said, he was going to teach about giving um, their lives to Christ. Um, this myself was one of the books when I gave my life to Christ, which was at early age um, years ago because I was reared um, by my grandparents until I got about five years old. And when when that five years were up, um, I moved to South Florida. Um, with my my mother um, at that time. But I've always stayed, been around in the church and, and stuff because it's so hard to understand that how can we serve a God that we cannot see? How can we serve a God when it doesn't make sense? Okay. But God doesn't want us to make sense. He just wants to believe his word. I don't believe the Bible um, was written for man to not read it or to understand it. Now, there's some Bibles out there would be kind of pretty easy to understand. But there's some other Bibles out there will make you totally confused. I can suggest that you get yourself a um, a Bible, John King James Bible, and then get another Bible that makes it a little easier to understand. Because I believe a lot of times people don't read the Bible. Um, it's because it's very hard to understand. And when you begin to learn to understand it, it's much easier to sit down and read it put little notes together for it because that means you're seeking to understand him. Okay. Like some religions, like um, I think it's a Jehovah Witness, they don't believe that when they leave, um, that they think that this is, um, this is, this is as good as it gets. In other words, well, the Christian beliefs is that um, we were born into this earth, and when we give our lives to Christ, we'll go through our ups and our downs. Um, but at the end of the day, that our bodies, um, the physical body, will separate from the spiritual body, and they will eventually go back to live with the Father from whence we came. Now, some people will, will always say, well, um, 
how did I get here? Well, you got here through the earth, um, but you came here through your mother and your father. Okay. And then people say to me, they always ask me, well, well, where was I before I got on this earth? Okay. The physical body comes through your mother and your father. But the spiritual body, the spiritual part of you that that walks and talks and eats and lives, okay? The body, the outer part, is come from your parents. But the spirit man, the thing that makes you um, um, sleep and eat and um, and all those things, that's your spiritual party body. Um, and stuff like that. So it's important to recognize who you are and where you're going to end up one day. Okay? Now the Bible doesn't tell us when we're going, how long we're going to live and and how much money you make and those things are not important at the end of the day. Why would you say that? Well, think about Michael Jackson. Just think about a whole bunch of very famous people that have money. And they were so unhappy to the point that they took their own lives. Okay? So we don't want to worry about the outer man. And it's good to have money. Good to have nice cars. It's good to have those things. It's good things to help other people. But at the end of the day, that when we leave this birth, this body, again, I always refer to it as when we leave this earth suit. This is my earth suit, Glenda. This is my earth suit. That when I leave this um, body, where will I end up in eternity? And this is why Jesus brought us uh, when Jesus came, walked the earth, died, rose again on the third day. And the Bible says, he said, that I must go away uh, so I can prepare a place for you. That as long as I sit here, that the Holy Spirit won't come. So that's why we have to have a relationship with Christ. That's why we must pray. That's why we must spend time with him. If it's just 20 minutes a day, just start out with maybe 20 minutes a day and take that time and don't talk on the phone. Just say, God, I don't know how to get to you. I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but teach me how to do Teach me to be the person you want me to be. Teach me, God. Teach me. Help me learn to pray. And I want to be happy. I want to have fun. I want to know who you are. Because the Bible tells us that he knew us from before we were formed. Okay? And that means, and he's saying, and I have a plan for you. So he didn't just say, 
that um, I born, I knew you from before you were born in your mother's womb, but I have a plan for you. So we're going to go into the book of John. Okay. Book of John and um, third chapter. Okay. okay. John okay. 3. John 3. Okay. John 3. called 
the triune Godhead, which means that the Father, which is Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Ghost were three people or three entities in one. Okay? And so Jesus came down from his cross. Uh, he came into the earth to die for humanity. Human manity, okay? And so, but the Jews did not agree what was going on. So apparently Mr. Nicodemus didn't want them to know that he was curious about um, conversating or talking to him about his religion. Okay? So he says, and so... Nicodemus, first of all, he said, Rabbi, Rabbani. Rabbi is the Jewish word for teacher. So he said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know. He is acknowledging that that Jesus was the Christ. Um, the king, the omnipotent one, the one that created the heaven and the earth, the one that said, let there be light, and it was. But because he didn't want to cause confusion, Mr. Nicodemus said, let me go sneak out by night, and I want to talk to him. I I don't understand, but I don't want to cause confusion. So, I'm going to go and talk to you. But he acknowledged who he was because he says, Teacher, okay, I recognize who you are, that you come from God. Okay. Uh, it says, For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with you. So apparently Jesus had been walking around and doing doing miracles and signs and wonders. And see, the Jews was very upset because they themselves did not acknowledge Jesus Christ. Okay? So when you, you have to know that you did not just get here by yourself. We just they did we don't just get here um by accident or by in a little petri dish like in the hospital. But we were called from before our mother's womb and he had a plan. That's out of the book of Jeremiah chapter one. He says and I have a plan for you. And here, Mr. Dick Nicodemus decided, well, you know what? I believe you're God. And none of this stuff could ever happen unless that you are the living God. And that's what God wants us to acknowledge, that he is the living God. There's this Bible was written over uh, uh, oh centuries years ago, 
But the strange thing is that everything that was spoken, you hear the word prophecy, but every word that has been spoken from the beginning of time right here is in the book, in the book, in this Bible. From the first of the book, they use the word from the alpha to the omega, means the end of the book. Okay. This is the life of Christ before he was created and after he was um, died and resurrected and came back. Okay. So he says that again. He says that nobody can do these things. And Jesus and said, answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have to be born again. One one uh, Bible says, uh, he, he began to ask him, well, how can I be born again? Can I come back and go back into your mother's womb? No, he's not talking about being born again physically. But he's saying and acknowledging that once we give our life to Christ by saying, Father, forgive me, accept me, I'm sorry for my sins. And you become a new person, whether you're 10, 2, 6, 9, 100, He wants you to start all over again in the body of Christ and lowing and developing a relationship with Christ. Here, Mr. Nicodemus must have been a little embarrassed because otherwise, why did he come by night? Jesus wants us to know Jesus for himself. Just like Nicodemus in the third chapter of the book of John we're talking about right now. About Nicodemus and meeting the Father, Jesus himself. So again, he must have known uh, or heard of Jesus or some kind of way because he decided he wanted to sneak out by night and meet Jesus. And he acknowledged um, because he said, no man, Father, must have been done and do such miracles. And you know what? Some people today do not believe God's still doing miracles. But there are miracles on this earth today. Just on this line, I am myself a walking, talking miracle. Okay. So miracles still happen. And sometimes it might seem like it doesn't seem it happens because we just go through so many issues. We have so many problems. It just seems like 
everything's against us. But and and it feels that way because on the other side of our heart we go through so much we feel like we can't make it. It's almost like a battle. But it's a spiritual battle against a uh, a battle against the outside of us. How we think one minute, one part of you might say I'm all, I'm I'm fat. I don't like myself. But the other part of you says, Oh no, but you're fearfully and wonderfully made because God created you Himself. Because there's always a there's a there's a fight for our spirit, whether we're going to serve God or whether we're going to serve the devil. That's the bottom line. It is you making up your mind. And it's not about running in the church and and in front of them acknowledging out loud, but you can do it simply by yourself in your room and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm going to go before this night's over, and we're going to take you to the scriptures in Romans. And you can simply say to yourself, by yourself at home, forgive me. I repent. I turn my life around. But nobody can make that decision to live for Christ but you. Nobody can make that decision for Christ but you. I repeat, there's nobody can make the decision for living for Christ but you. Like I said, I want us to believe anybody who is not saved that this earth just didn't pop up by itself. God created us, each of us, for a reason. And some people know their purpose. Some people know why they were created. Some people know. But there's a lot of people on this earth today still don't know what their purpose is in life. And sometimes that's why they get confused. They get lonely or they get depressed or they some people they can't sleep at night and then some take medication to go to sleep because they're not knowing who they are and who they serve. People have died in wars because of just words they say to each other because they don't know who they are. It is that's why it's so important to know about loving Jesus for yourself or his self because Jesus is the ultimate entity that created all of us simply because of love. And you say, well, Glenda, how can you say that? It just seems like everybody hates everybody. Nobody don't like anybody. People's killing everybody. Well, we don't know all the answers, but we know that Jesus Christ loves us, forgives us, makes a way for us. 
and even in our tragedies, even in our trials, even in the things that have broken our hearts, Jesus loves us. Okay? And Jesus is the ultimate love of the world because he's created us, created millions of people. But do you know, he knew all of us. He knows all of us. And he will know those who will come after us because of his ultimate love just for us. Like I say, you've got to realize that Jesus didn't speak the earth into existence. But when he spoke the world into existence, you had all the nine planets. There's a whole, there's maybe a couple more universes. Check, like I said, check it out on the Internet. He just didn't do this one little thing. But he did, and everything that Jesus Christ has done, he did it just for us. He knows everybody's name. He knows where everybody lives. He knows everybody's happiness, good, bad, and ugly. He loves us just because Jesus was and is and will always be love. And we have to know that the power of unconditional love is paramount or very important. And that's why I tell you that we compare it to the loving of our parents a lot of times because our parents, they ultimately love us. I don't care what we do. I don't care what we say. I don't care what we do. That is that love, that mother's love for each other. But take that that mother's love for us and multiply multiply it by millions because Christ loved the whole world. Christ loved the whole universe. And this love, um, um, Nicodemus was seeking out for himself, and he said, i got to go see this man called Jesus. I've got to find that man. I've got to find that man that loves me unconditionally. And I just didn't hear about him, but I heard about all his miracles. And that's the kind of God we need and want to serve. That when we do wrong, he loves us. When we do right, he loves us. Whether we do anything at any time, out of order, all you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me. That is the ultimate love. Well, the Old Testament has many names for God, whether it's Elohim, the God more than enough, the God of a second chance, our shepherd man. Okay? Those are the names in the Old Testament that is describing Christ. But when we get in the New Testament, there's only one name. And his name is Jesus. And he came.
came through our Virgin Mary that had never had sex. And people say, well, how can that possible? Well, uh, you watch, I heard the song one time, it says, well, how can a brown cow eat green grass, okay, and, and spews out white milk? We don't know all the things and how God does things. But whatever he does, or he has done, or he will do, he's doing everything for our good. And people says to me, well, how can you say it? All that I've gone through in my life, or, or all the things I'm going to do in my life, or maybe I didn't have a good father, maybe I didn't have a good mother, maybe people treated me bad when I was a child, maybe... Um, I don't think I had a fair shake in my life. How can you say all these things? Well, the ultimate belief is that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves us. Otherwise, there may be no Christ. There may be nothing. There would just be vacancy, nothing, flips nothing. But because of his love, it was it, it could have been easier just to Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit just stay where he was and had a good time by themselves and just. But but love love makes a difference. I don't know about you, but have you ever? Uh, when we were young, we had we had these little puppy crushes on people, and you liked them and. You wanted them to like you, and sometimes you got disappointed, um, um, that kind of thing. But our love for Christ is multiplied by gazillions. But that's the love of Christ that Jesus wants for us. And once we give our life to Christ, and sometimes we have to repent, there's some people get saved or give their life to Christ, and then they make mistakes. That's okay. You repent, and that word repent means to change, turn around. Don't do it again. Because at the end of the day, I realized, and I knew it all my life, but there are very there are different moments in your life that you will always remember. Sometimes you'll remember the day you got married, or your day your father died, or you remember the first time um, um, you kissed a boy the first time. There are moments in our lives that we will always remember. Okay. But the important time of my life for me, again, is that I, I was I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I love the Lord. I've spent most of my life loving God and trying to grow for Him. And but because I did not know my biological father, when my mother died, it was it just basically kind of wiped me out. And I think a lot of people have gone through the same situation that they lose loved ones that was so dear to their heart. But I realized in that instant 
that I have two choices. Yes, I remember crying myself to sleep for many nights. But I have to realize, for me to get to meet these people that we love again, if they have given their lives to Christ, I've got to run hard. I've got to give my life to Christ. I've got to uh, be the person that Christ wants you to be in order to reach them and see them again. And we can't give up. But the first step we've got to have is to give our lives to Christ. And when you give your life to Christ, make up your mind, I'm going to live for him. And if I make mistakes, I repent, I get up, and I move on. Get yourself a Bible, two of them, the King James Bible, and make it a Bible that's easy for you to understand. There's a life application Bible. There's different Bibles so that you can understand and learn and you can read. Then you need to develop a prayer life so you can pray more often. Even if it's 10 minutes and say, Father, help me today and protect me, guide me, lead me, and help me walk in your footsteps. And, and then most of all, show teach me how to love people, uh, uh, lead them to Christ, etc. And then you'd go to the process of uh, reading your Bible and studying your scriptures and uh, um, all these things. Like, like Nicodemus, he wanted to know, basically, was there a Christ? And there's some people today will say to themselves, is there a real God? Okay, my question is this. Is the sun come up every morning? And if the, gun, the sun comes up every morning, it goes down every evening, he's not having electricity. He has no, um, incont- uh, we're, we're just sitting and, 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 and saying, okay, God does not exist. Nobody exists. It's a figment of your imagination. Well, how did we all get here? And then ask God. Begin to talk to him. Sit down on your bed and say, Lord, if you are real, help me to know you. Teach me who you really are. Because, God, I really need you. Have you ever gotten to the point where you just really, 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 really know that you need to know that I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to be with. I know if you're really there, God, show me that you're real. And help me to build a relationship with Christ. Because there's only two decisions that we live for Christ. Walk and his precepts, understand his word, and then ask God to lead you to the next step in your life. Because the Bible says that that tomorrow, I mean, 24 hours from now or even 10 hours from now, we could, we could stop breathing. 
the way we started breathing when I was working in the hospital with the babies. So that's why when the, 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 the doctors or the nurses, when the babies first come out, the first they do is like pop them a little bit on them because they're stimulating them to breathe. They're stimulating them to grow. Well, that's what the the gospel is to us. It must stimulate us to grow. It must stimulate us to seek his words, to seek his face, and find out there is a living God. Saints, this is a time to realize who Christ is. It's not me, my mama, my sister, but my relationship. This is 2020. This month, we haven't had, what, four months yet in this year. This country, this world, this nation now has a virus that has a flesh-eating virus. We don't know what God's what tomorrow is going to do. We have to give our life to Christ in every way possible. We don't know what's coming down the pipe. A couple of months ago or a month, a week ago or six months ago, we were almost at war with China. We were almost at war with Russia. You know what I'm saying? We are almost at war with Iran. Christ is soon to come. We cannot wait. And we, like I said, I'm never, I'm not a person to beat people in the subjection of the Holy Spirit. I'm not a person to beat people. you got to go to church two or three times a week. Just start with getting on your knees and saying, Lord, it is my desire to change my life. And I want to, I want to know you better. And just take it from there. Because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But we do know that that the earth is here. The earth is sustaining us. We have oxygen. We have nitrogen. We the sun comes up every morning at the same time. The sun goes down the same time at night. Or maybe not the exact second or hour, but it goes up and down. We, 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 the earth revolves around itself. There is four seasons of the year. We have everything. We breathing on our own. We're not all walking around with oxygen tanks. We are so blessed because Jesus just simply loves us because he just loves us. We have to know Jesus Christ, like Nicodemus. He was a man of authority. He was a man of power. He was a man that had people was under him to do things for him. But he had heard about a man, and that man was Jesus. And so he decided again to sneak in and say, oh, Teacher, I know you're rabbi. You must have been sent from God. 
saints, I want you to know that Jesus was sent for us so that we might have the, the, the right to the tree of life. No matter who we have lost in a lifetime, no matter what has happened in a lifetime, we will all leave this earth body. We will we will all leave this earth suit one day. And where will we end up in eternity? Where will you be? When you become, you will judge by God one day. And what can you say? We can't have an excuse. We've got to love Christ with all our might. Like I said, we are not a mistake. We're not just in an entity just to be there. But we are designed by God. We're designed before our mama met our daddy. We're designed. Um, he knew us by our names before we knew we, we were going to have a name. He loved us unconditionally. And like I said, if you don't understand about that kind of love, but figure how your mother and your father loved you and us conditionally. And that kind of love that Christ has for us multiplied by gazillion times. And that's the love. And once we give our life to Christ, then once we give that our lives to Christ, we go about learning Bible. Find some friends or somebody that can teach you about the Word of God. Find some friends that's going to help you in your relationship and learning who He is. Because otherwise, you will be miserable. You will be crying. You won't have any friends. You won't have anybody. You'll just be miserable. And have you realized there's some people your whole life, they, they live miserable and they end up dying miserable. Because they have not really had a relationship with Christ, the living God. No, you can't touch him physically, but you can touch him emotionally and spiritually. Tomorrow is not promised. Relationships with Christ. Because once I get a relationship with Christ, then I'm a better person. My love walk is different. My love talk is different. My relationship with my friends is different. Because of Christ, Jesus himself has now has stepped inside of me. He's not walking beside me, but he's moved inside. It's like taking a big old chair and he's, he's moved inside of your heart now. And when you want joy, you want to be happy, saying, God, give me joy. 
Give me happiness. Give me peace. And then you say, Lord, begin to say, I'm happy. I'm happy. You have to talk to yourself. Because spirits will make your mind upset. Spirits will attack you. You don't even know why you're crying. Spirits will make you so miserable. You can't sleep. You can't eat. You can't talk because you're consumed by spirits. And spirits do not have a body. Spirits are real. So we have to make up our mind who we are going to serve. We're going to serve as serve Jesus Christ, the same person, entity that created the universe. Acknowledge him that you want to be a part of his life. Acknowledge him that he is your father, your God. That's what we have to do. We have to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That Jesus Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ. He's the only one that matters. At the end of the day, He's the only one that really matters. He knew us before we were born. He had a plan for us. And right now, where we sit, Jesus is right here with us. And because he loved us, he will make a way for us. And we have to learn that. Because we don't want any of us to die and not know Jesus Christ for himself. He'll make you a better person. He'll make you happy on the inside. Like some people can walk around all dressed up, all made up. But you know what? They're just, they're miserable. They're unhappy. Because you have to realize nobody can make you happy. Happiness comes within. I realized that myself. I said to myself one day, I've raised my children. I've done a lot of things in my life. But I don't feel happy. And then I said to myself, now it's time to learn to love me. Sometimes like adults, with kids and us, we spend our time doing everything for them. And when they grow off and get married or they go to the military, and then there's this emptiness there. Okay, or when you when you lose a person in your life, there's an emptiness there. Okay. But you know what? I've come to the conclusion that I've got to live that life so that one day I want to when I go see the big guy, which is Jesus, or say see him, I'm going to see my mother, my grandmother, my aunt. Um, and stuff like that. So we've got to live that way in order to see him. Okay? And you can't do that without acknowledging 
who Jesus is and saying to him, God help me to give my life to you and then to lead me so that I can have a relationship. Because if you don't want everybody around you that close leaves you, sometimes people, they just go crazy because they've never acknowledged that Christ, who he is, you know. And sometimes people have good friends that kind of help you get through the, the tough times, okay? But we still have to learn um, to give our, ourselves to Christ in everything we do. I mean, some people go to church and have these big old sermons and, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes. But we need, at the end of the day, when you go home and you're still alone, are you still feeling down? No. That's why David said to himself, Father, create in me a clean heart and the right spirit. So we have to be able to say the same thing. Lord, created me a clean heart and a right spirit that I want to give my life to you and and, 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 and so that I can um, change and be um, the way that you want me to be. Okay? It's important to have your your heart turned towards God. And that will lead you to salvation. That will lead you to knowing who he is. Because these bodies are short-term. These earth suits are short-term. They're not built to last forever. In the Old Testament, there were people like Methuselah that lived 900 years. There's somebody else that uh, lived longer than that. But these earthly bodies now don't live that long. So in order to give your life to Christ and repent and move forward, that's the only way we can get to see our parents or people that we love that have given themselves to Christ and passed away from this earth that we can see them again because of love, unconditional love. In the book of, I think it's Second Chronicles, he says, I can... I could speak with tongues of men and angels, but not have love. In other words, you can hear from, you know, all the godly words from the universe and, you know, all the mysteries of God and and all these things. But if you don't experience love, the godly love, now, there's the other kind of love that's a sexual love. Or there's another love that talks about just friendship love. But we're talking about the godly love that Christ, born to a Virgin Mary, died on a cross, and got up after three days. And the Bible says he 
get up with all power. So that's more power than Mars and Venus. And, and, and he got up. He says, he got up with all power. He died. But he got up with all power. And that's the, 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 the God that we serve. And with all that all power, he knew the stars, the sky. He knew our names before we knew our names. He knows everything about us before we exist. He knows everything from our third and fourth generation when we leave this earth because we're serving the same God of the universe who came down in the body of Jesus Christ and died for us, just for us. And we have the ability to serve the same God, the same God. If we just yield our bodies, our minds, and our spirit to him, and him alone. And then go through the process of learning your word and building a relationship. And at the leading of the Holy Spirit, not Glenn, but at the leading of the Holy Spirit, whichever church God might lead you to, and I'm not saying whether you go um, through uh, two, three, four times a week. No. But tell God to lead you and direct you. Because I'm not a person to just tell people to lead. I don't know. The Bible says, says, those that are led by the Spirit of God, meaning Jesus, those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Because at the end of the day, where are we going to end up in eternity when we step out of this earth suit? You only really got two choices. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. There's only two choices. There are two forces, the force of evil and the force of good. Where will we end up in eternity? That's why Nicodemus, third chapter, 16th verse, talked and acknowledged that teacher, rabbi, uh, the Jewish word, rabboni, we know that you are a man sent from God. And that's what he wants us to know, that we are, we acknowledge that Jesus, you are Rabboni, you are a teacher from God. Acknowledge him, repent, and just take the next step, take the same move, and pray that God will lead you to a place of worship. Don't just jump up and go.
tell God to lead you. And if he if he don't lead you yet, keep praying. Read your Bible. Find somebody to take, explain stuff to you. Because it's not about a building. It's about a relationship. A relationship. And relation requires to come a conversation. A word. A communication. And when you get those two things, life will even get better. I'm telling you, not going to be all get a million dollars. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be so happy you're just jumping off the roof. But I'm saying to you that God will make little things better for you because he created you. And he wants us to be happy. He wants us to experience love. He wants us to to go out and lead other people to Christ. That's all. That's all. That Jesus loves us. I remember one of the first little songs I learned when I was a kid was, Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. And you have to believe it. Even in in the middle of the night, when you're not feeling love, every every time you feel alone by yourself, every time you feel like there is no hope, every time it looks like does nothing working. But he says he loves us, and he said, "I, meaning Jesus, will never leave you or." forsake you even until the end of the earth. Well, saints, good night. I want you to know I thank you for listening to you, for listening to me, and I want you to keep those thoughts. So I'm going to give you just a, a brief prayer by your heads. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for the word that you give. You gave me this word tonight, so it must be for reason. And yes, some people are already saved, but you know, sometimes we need God to go back to the basics. And I say to you, God, myself, Splendor, the prophet of God, God saved me all over again. Jesus washed me. All over again. Jesus cleansed me from thoughts and, and deeds that I might not, I might not have known. God teach me how to love. Give me a walk, a love walking. Jesus, do whatever you need to me to make me who you want to me, not what I want to be, God, but what you want me to be in you. I'm accepting my I'm giving you my life again if I've never given it already. But if I had, God, I give it to you again. And if I didn't give it, God, save me, cleanse me, and fill me with the Holy Ghost. Because I don't want to leave this earth suit and not know 
pardon of your sin. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I adore you. I magnify you. God, I'm not a hooping and hollering, but God, I want you to know, forgive me. Forgive me. And I'm saying it as Glenda. God, forgive me. God, wash me. God, protect me. God, guide me. Give me favor on tomorrow, on our job. Give us favor on the bus. God, give us favor in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for our parents and everybody that you've placed in our lives, God. I thank you, God, because you don't make mistakes. We don't understand things, okay? But I know that you are God, and we submit ourselves. We submit our bodies. We submit our spirits. We submit our earth suits to you tonight, God. And we declare, we declare and decree that we will never, ever, ever, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in tonight to ELR Prophetic Shift on tonight. Amen. Amen. A word, a powerful word. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. I thank God, everybody, for turning in for ER Prophetship on tonight and continue to follow us. Amen. On uh, definitely on Anchor FM, um, Overcast FM, Apple. Uh, we have Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and many other ones that are that are inquiring. So God is moving, guys. He's moving and He's expanding. Amen. And we're getting actually getting us. Got a couple of emails. We got some couple of emails um, coming across, even from third world countries, inquiring about the podcast. So God is doing something. So don't think, as the Bible says, don't despise the small little things. Amen. Because see, when people look at the small little things, they don't realize that our God has already expanded it, and God is, and because we are doing the kingdom. See, it's not about people. It's not about just the church anymore. It's about the kingdom. The kingdom has a bigger, a bigger message. The kingdom has a, has a, a agenda is totally different, Amen. And when people start thinking uh, about not that's not that that's not just that's not your church. That's God. That's God's ministry. We're just the head coaches running those ministries. We are the head coaches are placing things in position. And when God gave us a charge to keep, and that charge to keep means an assignment. He gave us each one of us assignment according to the gift that God has equipped us to run this race. I mean, we can't run this race by ourselves. We can't do this thing by ourselves. You know, people think it's about uh, popularity and about uh, people are just listening, but people, let me tell you something. We got people that are not saying that are actually popping up and they're tuning into it, and even if they don't come on the line, they play it back. So that me let you know we have a lot of followers. We have a lot of followers, and it's starting to pick up on every single platform. So we just thank God for what he is getting ready to do, guys, in this season. Amen. I believe God is a, a miracle worker, a miracle worker. And um, um, I, I, I have a you know a little uh, quick testimony, um, some things that I've been dealing with uh, with me emotionally and physically, 
and a lot of things, you know. And so I said, God, I need to uh, make a move, amen, on a job. I need to make a move on on some things in my life because I have a child to take care of. I got uh, to provide for him. I got to provide. I want to make more stability. And God began to deal with me. He said, the career shift. I said, okay, career shift. What direction? There were many directions that I could have done. I said, but then certain things were shifting in certain areas that were stronger. And I said, well, I know there's got to be a reason why I'm here where I am. And God started dealing with me. Now, uh, I started out with the CNA, HHA, MedTech, and I finished, graduated. That's all dandy. But I wanted something else also additional under my belt. And I said, okay, whether I go to nursing or I go further to nursing or I go into the, the, the behavior analysis, however, God was showing, or even pharmacy tech, because I have got job interviews for that, for training, and they want to hire me. But like I said, when the funds are not available for me to do the training, it, it was very hard. So when God started uh, dealing with me on certain things and stuff, and God began to open up the doors and says, uh, um, and normally my father wouldn't do certain things. And when God started dealing with him concerning my, you know, what I needed to do. So what I was doing, um, I said, okay, well, you know what, I'm going to become an RBT and stuff because I'm already in it in the behavior area and stuff and dealing with the kids, with the, not just special needs, but dealing with the kids that have behavior issues. And I'm very strong in it. I said, well, what, what can I do, you know? In the beginning, I started to research, started to ask questions, started inquiring and stuff. And um, because uh, the job would not, uh, every time I would try to make a foot forward, it's like they tried to block me to not transfer me because they want to benefit themselves and not allow me to move forward. And I said, God, something has to be done. Something has to be done. So when uh, God opened up that door for me, amen, I went and uh, tried a couple try to find the best school that will in the state of Florida that will uh, present uh, credibility um, to the program that I was uh, seeking after. And when he began to deal with me and said, okay, what was going on? And then eventually God had led me to University of South Florida. And then, you know, University of South Florida is in Tampa. Okay, you know, I can't go up there in Tampa, but I can take the classes online. So, if I decide to shift or move to different areas, the credibility is better, the credits are better, the college credits are better, and I'll be able to move forward uh, for the course. And um, God started dealing with my father, and um, I said, Dad, I need the money. I'm in the midst of this. I'm in the midst of divorce. I'm in the midst. I'm trying to move forward. I got this I got to pay. And God started dealing with him and, and, and met, you know, and he said, well, daughter, don't worry about it. He said, at the end of the month, I'm going to go ahead and pay for your, pay for the training. Pay for the training. You ain't got to worry about that. And I'm going to pay also help you pay for the state board exam for to become a behavior therapist or behavior interventionist. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I was a little perturbed, a little, you know, disgusted, a little, you know, as far as where I want to go. And I said, Lord, I got to do, I got to make a move. But I want to make sure the moves I'm making is right. And the Bible says that we have to order, he said, order our steps. And we have to follow in the steps. So if we follow in the steps, you know, he will never shift us or, or gear us wrong, you know. And um, I thank God for what he is doing. So, you know, when that time comes, I'll say, okay, I'm going to complain. I ain't going to 
make no concerns no more because obviously they don't care. So since they want to sit here and place me like a little peon, I said I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the same thing, play that, that role as myself and get what I need, get the assessment, pass the state exam, and move on. Amen. And I just give God glory for that. That's a victory for me, and I know it's going to be a journey you know, that I have to. It's going to take place, and it's going to be a journey. But you know what? I give God the glory on that. And, you know, things are changing, and God is doing what he's doing. And um, also in August and September of this year, you know, I'll be affirmed, amen, um, either in, uh, in Texas or Georgia, amen. So we just give God glory, amen. So, you know, you got to continue to keep doing doing what God has called you to do in this season. And it's, it's such a blessing to do what we what it needs to be done, amen. And, and another one, uh, the school that I, the CNA school that I finished up, that I'm finishing up and I'm trying to pay off and everything, you know, God opened up the door for me to work with the CEO and the co-CEO, amen, so I can start doing some uh, administrative work on the weekends. He's opened up that door, um, and they're going to pay me for it. They're going to pay me to place me on contract to do some things, you know, and that's divine favor, guys. That's divine favor. And I give God glory on that so I can meet the need for what whatever I have to do and what I have to do, not just for my personal, but the ministry, but everything that's attached to it. So let me tell you, I give God glory. Divine favor, you know, divine favor, guys, is uh, falling on us in this season. And then, um, like I said, next uh, next week, I'm going to do my video for the school. So I'll be like a spokesperson also for the school. Amen. So that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, for them to ask me, of all, all the students they had for years, they asked me as a spokesperson, so I'd be able to be on uh, a commercial and everything. Um, so we're setting up some stuff, and like I said, God, listen, God has opened up the doors. And you know, some of what what God opened, what you know, what no man, no man, no man can shut a door that God opens. You know. And, he began to open up the door of opportunity. I'm going to take the door of opportunity. Like I said, I'm going to be patient and just wait and do what he told me to do and continue to keep what we're doing, continue to keep building, uh, continue to allow me to put aside some time so we can uh, do some training, additional training. I need to work on some people with some training. Amen. Because I know who I am. You got to know who you are. And see, if it's... You don't need man to tell you why. You got to know who you are. It has to be a confirmation. It's an out of two or three witnesses. So it's a confirmation. So when you know who you are and who you are, amen, you know the God that you serve. Yeah, I'm using Ebonics. Amen. God that you serve. There's no way that you can go wrong. There's no way that you can go go astray. So we, so we give God glory. I'm telling you, you know, and that, that, that opened up the door for my uh for God to open up even the business side of ENJ Business Solutions and everything, introducing concepts to them, um, not just them and many other companies that are trying to connect. So uh, from a marketing standpoint, so we do, I said, we give God glory. I said, I refuse to go another year and be like this. I refuse to, and, you know, and it's as long as you put your hand to the plow. You put your hand to the plow, you never go wrong. But when you lazy about it, you dragging it, and so you, in order for you to really to move, you got to really be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when you get to the point you're sick and tired, 
and you tried out, you cried, you did everything you did and stuff like that, and it's still not moving, then it's time to move and shift some things around. And then when open doors are open up, open up, I said, okay, Father, what am I going to do? You know, I got to buckle down for four to six months, buckle down, get this training under my belt. You know, doors are open. There's another door open for another position uh, as a training RBT started at 19 to 20 bucks now already. They're already at my doorstep, and I haven't even entered. So it's a blessing. It's a blessing for what he is doing. It's a blessing what he's getting ready to set forth and everything. And we give God glory for what he has done amen, in this season. So we just thank God on tonight. Amen. For for people, some people hung up, but that's okay. Amen. At least we got an earful in. Amen. The word was deposited into their spirits. Amen. So, you know, I just thank God for the No, I, I really do. I really thank God. And I really thank God for the team that God has blessed us with to work with the podcast. Amen. Y'all have been such a blessing. Uh, a blessing. God knows what he's doing, you know, in every case. And that's why I always tell people that when God ain't moving, just stand still. Because when mm-hmm. we move out of order, we mess up. Right. You know, and obviously God is doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, you know, and so we just give him glory, and, and we just we have to shift to the word. And when you give the word, it just it's just the word. It's you. It's one. What says one gives, um, one water, one plant, one one breeze. So we don't know who we are touching people's lives, but we know that it's his. It's his job. He told us to open our mouth. And then we open our mouth and we put in deposit what to bring to people, you know, and that's all you can do. And I just believe in the, in return, God's going to open some doors for us, even right mm-hmm. what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to start mm-hmm. falling and calling and trying to contact us, I believe that, because we've, God has, you know, been moving in this little bit of time. Yes, we have you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we thank God for it and um, and stuff like that. Yeah. So we praise him and we thank God. Thank you for the opportunity to to share the word tonight. Um, I only do it as, I, well, however the Lord leads me to do it, I'm just going to do it one way or the other. But just like an apostle, but you remember that one night apostle said, that the pulpit is not the platform. It's not just the platform. We can't be certain about that. There are many forms of platforms, and this is one of the platforms. And our platform has doubled because we have seven, eight to eight platforms. You know, so however the direction that God has led us in this season uh, to to do this, you know, to do this, and that's what is yeah. working because God. Yeah. We have lots of calls, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, God's moving, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people that are trying to find out and or whatever, but it, 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 it's, 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 all, it, it's really all, all as well because, like I said, even that he is uh, moving us in 
Amen. We can't allow ourselves to get sidetracked, you know. And, you know, we we work we're such a strong team that, you know, once if one person is not feeling good, everybody's kind of feeling for everybody else. And that's what a team's supposed to do. When you're dealing with uh, dealing with a ministry like this, uh, a ministry like this, or um, you have you have podcasts right now, big podcasts are trying to even achieve what we're doing. But because we are not well renowned as of yet, and you to say as of yet, uh, a lot of people will be able to catch on uh, what's going on. You know, and because so, they, sur- they surface, so you never know who's coming mm-hmm. at the right time at the right person at the right time will contact us through mm-hmm. our numbers. You don't know what God's going to do. But we do it faithfully, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the key word is uh, doing it faithfully. Um, once we continue to keep doing that, <clears throat> we, can, um, we can do that. Got to work it out. You know, that will work that out. I didn't realize how many platforms. So, you know, I heard a few names, but I just realized I didn't realize how many. Mm-hmm. Thank God for whatever. It can do is just put it out there. And whoever ears get quickened to, to accept Christ and move on. That's fine. Right. We done did it. Right. That and right. you don't want to run with this. They can run on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You can you can spoon feed them, but if they don't want to eat the food and and spit it out, you can't do no more than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, if uh, yeah, so that's what that's what it is. Is that if people um begin to like take heed to what's happening, um. Happening of uh, what's going on. Um, people trying, like I said, still trying to figure out how uh, God is moving so quick on our behalf, you know. And like I said, it's, it's amazing how He is working uh, so quickly. Um, God is really, uh, God is really moving on our behalf. And um, if we are, uh, Diligent in what we are doing, God will move even further. You know, move us further on what we're doing. And so, so long as we continue to keep uh, striving for better and striving to uh, um, ready to take it to the next level, you know, we just got to be ready for it. Um, and we just give God glory on that because a lot of times, uh, we may not see the outcome right now, uh, but it's working because people are responding. You know, we just got to be careful and be wise on what plat what uh, platform we try to advertise it on because a lot of times people are tuning us stuff <clears throat> to try to take what God has already got already in position. And um, I made a promise that I, whatever I have to take, whatever it takes, that I would not this time allow it to be contaminated by anybody, uh, especially moving forward. I believe that what is going to 
for if it's for us to do. Mm-hmm. I don't care how people try to imitate, mm-hmm. but they kitty won't be able to do it. In other words, right. for example, nobody can do Oprah but Oprah. They imitate, right. they copied. Not have made a lot of people like that, but what mm-hmm. it belongs, what God have ordained mm-hmm. to get done, it'll mm-hmm. get done. Okay, if it's not ordained, somebody will try to make make it copy, but they won't be mm-hmm. successful with their there because I I preached this message one time called designers original. But whatever is designed for you, it's yours. And then if it's your time, it's your time. You know, it could be a million people like you, but it still won't be you. Yeah. Whatever is yours, is yours. And see, because it's not just divine timing, but it's divine mm-hmm. uh, uh, God, God timing. In God's mm-hmm. season. Oh. Well, some things happen for a reason. Some things happen mm-hmm. for a season. And some things mm-hmm. happen at timing. But when they all three meet together, it's mm-hmm. destiny. Mm-hmm. So we don't oh. know what God's doing. But I think it's just go run with us, you know, run with it, that's all. Right. That is so true. You know. And say one day, they either take the vision and say may run, may run or take it and run with it, you know. Yeah. So. And you just run. That's true. It's, it's for you. God could make somebody call you out of the blue and say mm-hmm. such and such, I got something for you to do. Would you like to come to York and find out so and so? You know, we have to mm-hmm. believe big things. We have to dream big. We can't say we dream big and don't and don't believe it's gonna happen. Right. T D Jakes didn't T D Jakes didn't just say he wanted to end up end up in Texas with a big large huge congregation. And he'll mm-hmm. tell you he's still preaching the same thing then that he was preaching now. He's still preaching hard like he's been preaching. But yeah. he he ran with his thing until the Holy Spirit told him to move somewhere else from Virginia, wherever he came from. You know, Paul, Paul uh, what's his name? Rod Parsley. He started mm-hmm. his church in his house. You know, so yeah. we don't know what God's doing. But know he's doing something and continue to prone the prone the ground and and like I said, who who don't you be as the leading of the Holy Spirit when the Lord tell you if they ain't want to run with the dog, let them go run on. But you expose yeah. them to it. You can't wait for everybody all the time. Right. It takes those that are led by the Spirit of God. So at the mm-hmm. speed lead of the Holy Spirit, then we follow his leadership. But when he mm-hmm. says, begin to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm bothering it, I'm not, I'm not, then you know God's saying to you, it's time to move on. 
make our own decisions about Christ. And the same way we have to do that, that's the same decisions that we have to make mm-hmm. concerning to mm-hmm. all parts of our life. Right. Not the, the good, not the, in the good times you'd be happy, but every mm-hmm. decision that we say we love God, we're willing to wait and do what he says to We have to do it. Nobody's excuse but our own if we live it ourselves when God's moving in a direction. We've had more calls this this weekend last week than we had the whole time we was trying to do the other stuff. Now if that's not a if that's not an indication when God say to keep doing it, it's doing it. Right, amen. 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 God bless you, Pastor Bob. Amen. How are you doing? Amen. Amen. You, God? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry. I'm just calling in. I just had to look at the phone and I see y'all. Mercy, I don't get that. Oh, God. We just talked about the Holy Spirit and how God dealt with Nicodemus. And uh, had to sneak in to want to acknowledge him. He had all that power, but he was sneaking in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. He didn't want to. He didn't want to acknowledge openly, but his words mm-hmm. said. He said, "Oh, great man, the God teacher, you know, you you do all these miracles, so you must have come from God. You had all this authority, but you sneak in by night." Just like Erica, 
you you got to run with it now. We can't we can't wait for tomorrow. If God is promising, He does not promise a tomorrow. He promises us now. And if we don't Amen. run with it now, how long are we gonna wait and wait wait and run? We'd be too old to run. In fact, we can't maybe can't pick up our feet and run. <laughs> okay. And 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, your feet when it was moving, you didn't move it. That's true. Okay. So we have to make up our minds that what God has called us to do, we got to do. Okay. And you got an awesome ministry with with you and your wife. You understand? Know Amen. Y'all have this. Y'all have that. Um. That 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 marriage thing down pat. That's people. The 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 world is waiting for you and your wife. Yeah, I, I you know, know that. I believe you. I believe you. I'm saying, not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody can have that. And That's you're true. so blessed. You're so blessed, and you can't you can't wait any longer. Because when we don't do it, God will raise up somebody else to do the same thing that you called to do. Amen. That's so true. You understand? You got you got to run with it. You got you know, you got you got to run with it and not look back. You got to run at it. I don't care what's going on. You got to run with it because the enemy just sure shooting and tooting. He will say, "I'm gonna stop you, block you." Hinder you, get you confused, and then don't to the point you don't want to do nothing because while you're still sitting around, what I'm going to do is gone. Because you're going to raise somebody else. Walk it. You know what I'm saying? So you got, and you got, and I'm realizing that, that tomorrow's not promised. You run all your life and you take care of your children. You run, you run, you clean, you go, you you just run back there and this, that, and other. And now they're gone. They've got their own lives. And you're still waiting and saying, I'm going to do it. And and Erica will tell you, Erica has gone through. And Erica, how many, um, um, we've gotten so many, so much from that broadcast. How many people? That's not a lot of people, right, Erica? Yes. Yeah, it's we, have been, we have 200 and now we're 280, 86 playback. Yeah. You know so the world's waiting for you, for your slide, for your, your till death do us part thing. Because <laughs> some of us think you can't make it to death do you part thing. You know what I'm saying? No, that's true. Uh-uh, that's true. I guess I did. <laughs> So if that's your thing, man, the God run with it. Amen. Yeah. Well, Remember one time, I think it's um 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 Burger King had this cup one time. It says, um, if you can't run with the big dog, get off the. <laughs> well, you and your wife got the big dog thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> got off the board. <laughs> and we'll and we'll sit and we're not in service somewhere else. Waiting you teach us 
Owen and Erica said people have been contacting from different countries and listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's doing all right. Yeah. No. We Go ahead and speak. I'm sorry. Okay, we're ready. Listen. 
It's always good to hear your voice. I haven't heard it in a while, but it's good to hear your voice. Yes, sir. Always I'm good. To, I'm trying to. We're trying to. We're trying to get better. You know, we're trying to grow. You know, and then I, mom's passed away, and then I, you know, I had stroke and all. But um, God is awesome. He's He's just rejuvenated me, and He's made me stronger. You know, my everything is is like renewed me like an eagle. So I thank God. So I got to run. I got to pray. I got to fast. I got to do whatever. I got to get. I got to get it done. Yeah, I, I don't have an excuse. I can't make one, but there isn't one. Um, I just got, like you said, I just got to get up. Uh, got to get up off the pot. Uh, I won't be on the pot. I got to do something while I'm on the pot. All I got to do is yeah. make up my mind to do what I have to. What God called me to do. Because I've been getting so many different prophecies and stuff like that. You know, I, I slacked up in my praying, and I got back in that. Um, uh, you know, it just, it ain't nobody but me. I can't blame nobody. Can I, tell I can't you blame nothing to nobody. You don't, me. you have, you have allowed the enemy to distract you. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? We have yeah. a purpose. Okay. And when we don't. We don't walk and talk and breathe in our purpose. The enemy says, ah, I got you. Okay. And then you say, while you're praying, you're saying, oh, I got to go to the store. Or I got to do this. I got to do that. But the purpose of plan for your life is paramount. It is the most important thing in your life. The trials and the struggles and the things that you have gone through your life was made you. The word of God has made you. And so it is you and he that he breathes. It is in you who has ordained you to do what you have been called to do. You cannot second guess what you're going to do. You've got to do it. Hit it and quit it. Write it down. Make it plain and run for your life with man to God. Because tomorrow is not promised. Yeah, you're right. So, oh, Paul said, he said, I can preach and preach and still be lost. He said in, he, he says in, 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 um, I think it's, uh, Corinthians, he says, I, I can, I can preach and carry on and brass and timbers and all this other stuff. But if I don't have love, and if you don't have the love of God in through your lips that say you love him and not do what he say, you, the only one, can reap the consequences of your actions or your inactions. People can preach to us about what we're going to do and what God calls us to do, but at the end of the day, he holds us responsible for what we do and don't do. That's true. So if you're going to run with true. the big dogs, I mean, no, or get off the porch. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. I mean, no. So right. I mean, no. And you've got a wonderful, right. I, I got to tell you, that you've got a wonderful companion. Well, walk to the moon back, feet. Walk to the moon and back. <laughs> you know So if you've got somebody that can walk to the moon and back with you and for you, my man to God, what are you waiting on? 
ain't trying to fuss, but I'm just trying to tell you the the urgency of Christ, the urgency to fulfill his promise that you gave to him. Not what I get, but the urgency, the crying and the praying and the fasting and the seeking God. When I met you, it's there. It's still in there. But we can't like, we can't slack our ride. Because you've got somebody there to run, to run with you. One time you say, well, I wish I had. No, you've got a wonderful wife that love God. You can't get no better than that. That's true. So now what? We're wrong, man to go. Damn, damn. Stop procrastinating and get the damn Yeah, there you go. That is, that is. I hate to say it out loud, but yeah, that is. Put on the gas. Put on the gas. Put your foot on the gas. And let's ride, son. Let's ride. <laughs> okay. We can ride that baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Get your little tracks and get your little stuff. Just get out there and start riding. There ain't with two or three people. You just ride them. You know, and y'all have that ministry for marriage. Y'all got that marriage ministry thing. Not every church has had that. Some churches have a lot of people in the church, but ain't nobody married. And yeah, see, that's, that's true. That's y'all little, that's like your little niche. Yeah, somebody has said that too. I said, I remember when I used to try to preach, I'd be to study this and study that when I get up and I start out talking about it, well, that, if when it falls all over with, I have to close the book and, and talk about marriage. How, yeah. supposed, how we supposed to treat our wives, how the wives supposed to treat their, their husbands and stuff. And, and that's just a part of me. And I can't. I try to get away from it, but I can't get away because that's what I'm not supposed to do. I'm supposed to and you can't, encourage you can't run away from married. what God has called you to do. Right. You can't run away from what he's put built you, built in you to do. Yeah. And when you ride, if you find out where you belong, you ride that sucker right there where it is. That's that's your niche, right? Because a lot of lot of black 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 people, especially, they don't they don't know how to do marriage. That's, that's why the true. white people they they go and date and they have marriage successful marriages for the most part. But we don't know right. that we've not know how to to be date. We don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to, res- you know, respect each other's opinions and disopinions. And that's your niche. That's your little spot. I walk in a prophetic office. I know who I am in that area. So you have to find out where you belong. You and your wife together. And I always think it's a marriage thing for you. And that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> when, we used to, when we was going out, and we'd be sitting in a restaurant that people would just flock to us. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, I didn't even, I mean, we didn't even know that people were in a restaurant and just sitting and talking and they'd come over and want to know, are you married? No, we're not married yet, but we're going to. And uh, they just thought because of where we were sitting and talking and stuff, they thought we was already married. 
And I mean, even now, people come up to the table, uh, come around where we are sitting at, they come and sit. We have a lot of uh, the young people, uh, Chan, Giovanni, and all of them, they come over and they, we talk about, because they talk about, you know, they want to be married. So I said, well, y'all come, they come over here and we talk to them about marriage. You got to prepare yourself to be married. You just don't get married. You got to be, you got to prepare yourself before you get married to be married. Because you got to learn to share yourself with somebody. You got to learn to share other things. It's not all about you at whole lot. A lot of people just think it's me, 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 and not you. But, you know, it's a lot into it, but they don't want to, they don't want, they want everything to be perfect. I said, listen, there aren't any perfect marriages. The best you can get is a good marriage. You know, you just work with one another because you, you're two different individuals. You have to learn from her. She learns from you. You learn when to say what to say and sometimes you don't say nothing. You just, I like a lot of stuff. I don't see and I don't say nothing about my wife. I say something, I said, no, I'm not going to respond to that. I'll wait later to say so, but not right yeah. now. A lot and of people don't know this. Shut up, shut up. A lot of people want to be right. I said, no, I don't want to be right. I just want to be happy because I could be yeah. right later. <laughs> so, so if you know your niche, then that's what you do. If you yeah. can't get away from it, that's what you ought to be doing. Right. And that's yeah, you're what right. you're right. Mm-hmm. You're and, right. And, 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 so, and then you can't let nobody, that nobody stop your dream. You respect, mm-hmm. you honor, but you, at this point in your life, it's time for you and your wife to go out and do the, the save the Lord. You can't be babysitting yeah, the rest of your life. It's time to be no, mature that's true. now. That's real. I mean, no. No, no, you're right. You're right. I, I can't get angry with you when you're right. You're right. You're so right. You know what I'm saying? We can't be babysitters. It's time to move on now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we have to become mature saints. And the problem yeah. is we don't have a lot of mature saints. We have a lot of saints, but we don't have a lot of mature saints. That's true. You know, to say, you know, to say I'm, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, forgive me, and get on your face and spend time with God. And not just what you preach, but live what you preach. Right. You know, so I just want to encourage you. You know, my thing, like I said, for me, I'm just trying so hard to just to get where God wants me to be and, and, and go forward. Not looking back, but going forward. And I want to be what God called me to be, not what nobody else told me to be, but what I should be. But at this point in my life of being mature, I have to walk, talk, and integrity and maturity, be respectful, but you might have a destiny that I don't have. And if I know that I know that I know that God has called you to pass, it's time to pass. Because somebody's waiting for you. Something's waiting for you. Somebody's waiting for you and your wife. And if you stay there, you won't. Get to meet those people that God have ordained for you to lead. That's true. Cause you're in the wrong spot. You ain't you ain't there for God then told you to meet them. You're in the same spot. And so now, what do those people got to do? God's got to turn around and reroute you. You know, 
like one of those things on the, <laughs> that you have to go to reroute to get to the other spot. So he's going to reroute you, you know, because you're not where he's supposed to tell you to go to do. While those people are waiting for you. You know, in other words, Terry's fam people can't be to you or Lisa's people or anybody else. You have been matured there. You have grown there. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally, spiritually. And so now you now have to go out and breed a new, another generation in marriages because that's for you and your wife. So I really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to make that decision. Nobody can make it for you. And, and, and you don't let people get you feel, feeling sorry for yourself. Because if you die tonight, what are you going to tell? What are you going to tell God? Well, I, I'm sorry. And I was oh, waiting. Yeah. And I needed to make sure. If you know... I've been telling you this for years now. God, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like a button. Like you ever seen uh, Joyce Joyce Myers on TV um, when she talks about Dave, and then go back to God. Yeah. Oh God, what about me? What about me? What about me? <laughs> <laughs> so you you have to get to the point now. Okay, I got to do this. I leave this earth, my earth suit, what God has called me. He raises our children up to grow out and to go and to get married and to have children. So it's now time for you to go out and mature and do what you need to do. Okay? Yeah, you can be right. and great friends, children of spiritual children and the Lord. You don't know what God's doing, but if you don't make a move, you'll just sit there. You know, but it's up to you. Nobody can make the decision for you concerning God. But I I know that you have a good wife, and your wife is a good person, and she loves God. And the hardest thing is to get couples that both love God. Equally, you understand? One might uh-huh. love God more than the other, but when you get two people that really love God, you got you got something going for you right there. Yeah. You know, had, You're so right. You know, I had, I, and I had told Erica that I was going to tell you that one day. <laughs> <laughs> So don't mess up. We're going to get started. We're going to get started. Okay. Okay, now. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Don't, 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 don't get delayed. Don't put a long layaway. Mm-hmm. You know, when we was a kid, no. we used to go to, we'd go downtown, and our mama would put stuff on layaway. But the... mm-hmm. Okay. So don't, don't put us on, don't put it on the layaway too long. They might put it back in stock. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So not because not all of us are blessed as you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric mm-hmm. and I will tell you that. <laughs> Is that right, Erica? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh Lord. So I feel better now. I got it off my chest. I'm feeling wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Can, can we can we just have a a little moment of prayer together, if y'all don't mind? I just feel led by the Lord. Okay, Father, we thank you now for what you've done, and we thank you for the communion of the Holy Ghost. We thank you now for the Spirit of God that's dwelling between us. We thank you for strength in our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. We thank you, God, that fill us with the overdose of the Holy Ghost again and again and again, that we would walk before you in a way that we've never had before. We thank you, God, that you're sprouting up new wings in us, the wings of a dove to seek your face like never before. We thank you now, God, for moving by your power in the name of Jesus. And we speak in the atmosphere that we will not take down, but we will move by the Holy Ghost, the wind and the fire of God. We thank you now, Father. God, we thank you, God. Hallelujah, God. God, strengthen his wife now in the name of Jesus. God, God, strengthen him now and his wife now, God, like never before. I come, I command the angels, God. I speak a word from the heavens, God. In the name of Jesus, we bombard the heavens, God. In the name of Jesus now, that the fire of God would go in them, through them, around them, protect them in all their ways, God. In the name of Jesus, Oh God, Taba Kandara Bosha, Rekete Bohombi and Rohoshi. We thank you now for strengthening him, God. Oh God, from the crowns of the heads to the bottom of their feet, God. We thank you, God, for divine favor, God. In the name of Jesus, divine favor, supernatural favor, abnormal favor, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now. Oh, God, we get an emotion. God, we get an emotion. God, right now, I speak an emotion. That the wind of the Holy Ghost, God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you now, God, for my daughter, God, in the name of Jesus, God, we bombard heaven now, God, in the name of Jesus, I speak the word in a spirit man, God, favor, God, favor, 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 God, favor is not fair, but it's favor from on high, God, in the name of Jesus, I call for Michael, I worry angel, God, they both are high and Oh, God, his wife and Eric, God, oh, God, I speak Michael, God, to war for them in the, in the spirit realm, God, 
for war, war, war in the spirit realm, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I beat back the forces of hell uh, in the name of Jesus now, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Raymond, God, ikatabokocha. Do katabataka, whatever you need to do. Raymond God, ikabakumanamanse. In the name of Jesus, oh God, and we forever, ever, ever, ever give you the praise, God. In the name of Jesus, 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 the God mother of Jesus, Jesus, our Alpha and our Omega, God. In the name of Jesus, and I speak abakaya that the Holy Ghost, oh God, abakataya, oh God, that the Holy Ghost. God, that the Holy Ghost sit in us. Oh, God, dwell in us. Overtake us. Overshadow us, God, that we know we've been with God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. God, we walk in the room, God, that the Holy Ghost uh, radiates, that God, they may not know what it is, God, oh God, but let them know it was the Holy Ghost. In fact, overdose us all in the Holy Ghost right now in the name of Jesus. Mm, God. And we tell you, thank you. And we give you glory, God. Because your word said, in Isaiah, God, in the year Isaiah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple, God. So fill our train, God. Fill us, fill us, fill us, fill us, fill us, fill us with the fire, fill us, fill us, fill us, fill us with the anointing, God. Oh, God, give us exclusive power, God. God, give us exclusive power, God. God, give us exclusive power, power, power to overcome, power to run on. Oh, God, thank you. Mm. Holy 
Holy Ghost, talk to us. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, deal with us. Holy Ghost. Keep us on fire. Holy Ghost. God, teach us to run. And never look back. God, I am
Amen. Amen on tonight. We thank God, everybody, for once again tuning in to ELR, Prophetic Chef. Amen on tonight. Amen. And pray that, as I said, that the, the word of God continue to go through on tonight. Amen. Go through even as we begin to lay tonight. I don't know why my face is swelling up, but I cancel the enemy's assignment right now on my left side of my face. I don't know if it's the weather or whatever the case is. But, uh-oh. Be so, you know, <clears throat> the thing is, um, sickness on sickness, still got to keep um, holding on, amen, so God's going to change your hand and continue to move on his behalf, amen, in the midst of that, in this season, amen, and I, and I, and I think what it is, I think what it is, you know, like I said, once again, I say do not, you cannot underestimate the small little things, because when you underestimate the small little things, it's the big, it's the little things that's going to have you to get, to equip you and to move you into the next level. Amen. And we just thank God on tonight. Amen. That God used this woman of God, oh God, uh, for his glory on tonight. And we pray that the virtue, the, the virtue that flowed from her, amen, begins to flow back into her. 
Amen. So she can be able to rest that night, rest down tonight. Um, it's a little cold up there where she is. Amen. So it's going to drop down a little further than it is right now. So we just 22 degrees. Amen. So, amen. We just got a, uh, yeah, it's cold up there. <laughs> oh, God. Amen. Amen. But we, uh, we just give God the, the yeah. Give God a glory on tonight. Amen. Um, for that, you know, off, uh, jokes aside, but seriously, amen, on this note that, um, God is, uh, moving on the behalf and the prophet has spoken and I touch an agreement that it is time to move. It's time to shift. Amen. The people just look at me. They just look at me as just Eric or whatever. But sometimes you got to look beyond that. Look beyond who I am. And when you look beyond who I am, you know, may God have placed me in uh, your lives to channel y'all forward. Amen. And that's what he did. God blessed me with the gift to do that, uh, to be able to pull on people, to pull on people and channel them forward. And that's the gift. That's one of the gifts of, of an apostle is to be able to do that, the poor, the good, the ugly, the bad, pull everything out of you in order for you to move to the next level. Sometimes even whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, but like I said on tonight, amen, we just pray that everything had went forth and um, God will take uh, ELI prophetship to the next level. We're going to open up that platform of uh, Pastor Goffin as he still uh, wants to push this for better or for worse segment. Amen. We'll, we'll do it like maybe start out once a month and then we'll push it twice a month so we can get it going because we want people to tune into it. Amen. And do the flyers so we can have everybody on those calls and stuff for you to be like a live coach, uh, which call, they call it a, a life coach. Life a life coach is the one that, yeah, that imparts into people in reference to a specific uh, areas in their lives that they may need counseling. They may need specific counseling. And, and, and you have to understand that's the, that's the gift that God has birthed to you and he has blessed you with. You know, you just got to be willing to take up, you know, to take it up to another level. And um, if you're ready and willing to take it to another level, amen, all we got to do is, you know, put our foot on the gas and move. Amen, put on, put on the gas and move. No procrastinating, no stopping. You know, got to keep it moving. You know, just like Apostle, my Apostle say, keep it simple. Keep it simple and keep it moving. You know, because God is doing it. And and you know, people don't expect you to move that.